revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Um, we'll be talking this morning about how to stop needing validation in your career. My name is Alicia Perkins. I am a career coach and I help mid-level professionals advance in their careers. I've been noticing that this is a struggle that a lot of people deal with. That is what I want to talk about this morning is how to be able to identify if you need to be validated in your career and if so, how to pull yourself away from that. Because if you are one that needs or you seek to be validated in your career, a whole thing within itself. I've been seeing this happen a lot where how do I put it? people don't think that they need this, but they do. And it comes forth in a lot of different ways that people probably don't even think. It. And the number one thing that I see that it comes forth in a lot of times is in excuses. Let's talk about what that actually means, actual validation, because you're probably thinking, I don't think I need that. So when you're one that needs to have that, what that means is that you have to have some kind of outside force. You need somebody on the outside to make you feel sure about something. I'll say this again. You'll, you'll find yourself in a point to where you will need to have some kind of outside force or you need somebody on the outside to make you feel sure about something or to help you to make you feel that something is right. For example, you can literally find yourself having like these great, great, great ideas. For a moment, it seems like, oh my God, this is something that I can do. This is something I think is great. It's something I think that I need. But then the moment that self-doubt comes into play, which is normal, it happens to us all, you usually cannot either resist it or you start to seek out something on the outside to approve to actually approve that idea or the thought. And you will not move forward until that idea, that thought, that goal, that dream has been validated by somebody else. Meaning that you cannot sit with your own idea and thought and just run with it. It's important that you have something or somebody else to say, all right, go ahead and go. So now that I've explained that, now I am getting ready to share with you guys some examples of how this shows up in, in, in your job. And so, but so far, if this, if you're like, okay, I think I may have a problem now, I want you to drop a one for me, right? If it's hard for you to move on something, unless somebody else agrees with it or somebody else confirms it, that is you needing validation. Some ways that that can show up in your career is this, right? A person that is always literally what I just said, you have to seek approval when it's time to make a decision. Even if you know, you already know what it is that you need to do. Now it's one thing to seek advice. It's another thing to seek approval. So when you're wanting to seek advice, that is kind of when are in a place where you are unclear, meaning I need help on what it is that I need to do, right? When you needed to seek approval, meaning I need somebody to tell me that it is okay to do this. And you're putting yourself in a really, 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 really sticky place in your career when you can only make a move when somebody else agrees with it. Or you will be in a place to where you know this is what you need to do. And until somebody else says go, you stay stuck. Or... Right. Or you'll find yourself in a place to where if there is nobody else around you to even 
have that idea confirmed, you feel lost or stuck. Another way that this shows up is people pleasing. Now, I used to be, y'all, the biggest people pleaser in the world. Like, this is something that God had to break the chains off. I'm talking about whenever I had a full-time job. I'm talking about my life, with my friends, everywhere, right? I used to be the biggest people pleaser. I was so bad, y'all, for years. I never really knew what my favorite food was. I could not because I I would always just kind of eat what the people around me ate because I didn't want anybody to say, oh, are you eating that? I just, that's how bad it was for me. Now, liver is my favorite food and I don't care what nobody say. That's my favorite food, right? Of course, you know, wings and different things like that, but that is one of my top favorite foods. I love liver. Unfortunately, I don't eat it a lot because <laughs> I have a husband, my, my, my husband like, I don't, I don't want to eat that. And now I don't eat it around him, not out of a fear of, Oh, I don't want him to say or think anything about me, but now I just don't do it. I'm like, it's not, it's not fun to eat something all by yourself, right? So this is definitely something that for me is a treat. Like if we're all eating out, then I'm like, yes, I'll take this, right? But for years, I did not know what my favorite food was because I was really afraid of what the people would say. And something this small, I did not want to hear, ew, ew, that's so nasty, right? And so you can find yourself like that in your career to where you have been one that has conformed to what everybody else thinks is good for you for so long that you now do not even know what it is that you want. So if you want or that finds yourself to be a huge people pleaser, that comes from you needing validation. And so I gave you guys an example about food, but this 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 can definitely play out in other areas. If you're one that you will overwork yourself, people that overwork themselves, people that set no boundaries, guys, that comes from people pleasing, which comes from needing validation in something. And so you'll find yourself doing all of these things and starting to feel like you have to be able to show up in a certain way in order for the people around you to like you or to confirm you. And that comes from, I can't do anything else unless everybody else in the room feels like this is the best thing for me to do. So this hurts your career, right? Because now you start to build a career that you don't even like, right? You start to build a career based upon what other people think, which makes no absolute sense because you're the one who got to get up early in the morning every day and go to this job, right? It's you. But you literally will start to build a career based upon what everybody else thinks is good for you, right? And then you never really get clear on what it is that you want. And then you build something that you are now bitter towards. And I, I see this a lot of times with the clients that I work with. There are some that they are doing well, meaning being paid well. They are in a very good role that would seem good from the outside but they are not happy. They're not able to operate in the skills that they want to operate in, right? And so this comes from them, they having a need that I gotta be able to have somebody else confirm this thing for me, right? And this also, guys, comes from you having to go above, above and beyond, like I just said, not being able to set boundaries, going above and beyond to feel validated from the people around you, meaning that they have to feel that I am enough. This happens all the time, Right, Alicia, exactly. Or you outgrow your career and you find yourself having to shrink yourself, right, into a career that's too small. I have an example all the time that I use. I have a child that she's four, but before I had her, my shoe size was like an eight. Sometimes I would do an eight and a half, right? But for the most most time, it'd be an eight. Well, after I had her, my shoe size is a nine now. Like my feet never went down. It's just like the, the it's, it's so weird. Like, like the weight 
I've lost some of the weight, not all the weight, but I lost some of it. I, I lost the majority of it, um, but my shoe size never, never, never went down. And so even now I'm still a nine. And so, but I used to have some really cute shoes, some shoes that I spent some coins on, right? And I literally did not want to get rid of these shoes, y'all. So I would like squeeze my foot into these eight and eight and a half, knowing they hurt. I'm like, Alicia, these, these shoes are cute, girl, but they were too small, right? But it came, it came to the point to where these shoes was causing me too much pain. And that's how it is when you outgrow your career and you're trying to stay in a career that you outgrew a long time ago, right? It's, it may look cute, but after a while, it's not cute no more. It, it, it hurts. It causes pain. You are in a state to where you're feeling a lot of discomfort. When you start to get into a position to where you're in a place in your career where like you, you're like, I can't do this anymore. I cannot keep on operating in a career that I'm not happy with. I was just on a consultation call this week with somebody she wanted to actually sign up with me right so i'm talking with her on our call and she is expressing to me how she feels she's burnt out she said alicia i'm bored with my skills i'm frustrated i'm tired um and i asked her i said how long have you felt like this she said you know what i've been in my current role for seven years she said around the five-year itch i've started to feel this being stuck i'm not able to learn any new skills da, 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 right and so I said, okay, so I said, if it's been seven years and you started around year five, I said, you've been in this position for like two years now? And she's like, yes. And she starts crying, right? And so for me, I'm not freaked out by that because it's happened quite often with me. If I am on a call with somebody or or even with my clients, right? They, they, do, they do sometimes express emotions. And to me, that's completely normal because I don't think people know the toll that your career can take on you because you do spend so much time there. And I was telling her, I said, look, do not feel ashamed or guilt, cry, right? Because I get it. You're literally spending eight to like 10 plus hours a day in an environment, in a position that you're not happy in. So that definitely can take a toll. Anyway, so I was having this conversation with her. It really sparked something in me because I was able to see like, man, people will really keep themselves in a position for so long, knowing that they don't like it, knowing that they want something else more, knowing that this thing doesn't work anymore. But a lot of times it is out of fear of what other people may think. A lot of times it is out of a fear of, man, I don't know what to do next. And so the fear of maybe not being clear on what those next moves, what that next move is for you you can feel more than the pain than what you are experiencing. Now, when I say pain, you know, I want you to think that it's like a, well, for some people it is, but it's just, a, it's just a pain of I'm not happy. So I think it's really, really important for people to realize and understand that when you have operated in a mindset for so long, the toll that it can have on you, it can really change how you see yourself. It can put you in a mindset to where you, you're always fighting with the belief of I'm not enough, right? Because for one, you are in an environment or in your life to where you have based your moves on, I needed somebody else to approve this. Now for myself, the approval that I need, and right, I have to learn this, right? Cause I'm ready to be a big people pleaser. It's God. God, I need you to validate this idea, this thought, this feeling that I have, right? And so when you start to move away from, I need to be able to build something that other people will be pleased with. And you start to really move into, I need to build something that that I can live with is a huge mind shift. Another way that this thing, it really shows up is you not being able to claim your achievements or you downplaying what it is that you do. And you probably don't even realize this, right? Because some people cannot even acknowledge their achievements, their successes, or their accomplishments unless somebody else has told them, oh, you've done an excellent job in this. If nobody has come to them and have put their stamp on it, they are always feeling like I haven't done enough. 
but it's going to have to come to a place in your career where you start to own it, regardless of who says what. Because if you're working in corporate America, child, you may not always get that praise. A lot of times you do not get the praise because their focus is about, I need this result. And it is sad that people have to work in environments to where they're not praised as much as they should be. But you have to be able to come to a place and say that if nobody else claps for me, I clap for myself. But a lot of you guys are on the opposite side of that. You clap for everybody else harder than you clap for yourself, right? And so when you move away from not feeling the need to be validated by other people, now you come into a place as to where you can have clarity, right? Because how many of us have sat down and tried to think about what that next move is, right? Or ideas or in our minds and our mind will eventually go to what people may think and so now we're focused more on what other people will think or if they will approve of this other than us understanding and being able to realize that we need to make a move when you are wanting to even move away from this mindset is going to a mindset shift has to happen to where you understand that and it's the thing y'all it doesn't mean that the people around you who have something to say don't love you a lot of times that that is why they may share advice with you that's not good because they feel like they are sharing this advice out of a place of concern because all they want to do is just you safe. And it's why a lot of times when you say, man, you know, I want to have this kind of job and they go, girl, you want you to be grateful you have a job They're in their mind. They're thinking like, I, I am trying to keep you safe. But in reality, they are really holding you back. And so their their first thought is stay safe. But you come to a point and realize I don't need to stay safe right now. I need to grow, right? And I say safe because a lot of times we can conclude in our mind that us being able to stay safe means us just to keep doing what we have been doing, even though we know that it doesn't work. But at least I know it. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times, even with with within relationships, you know, these are my examples, right? Even in relationships, people will literally stay with the same person, even though they know this person is not good for them, but they say, at least I know them, right? Because the fear of having to go out and maybe think about being in another relationship, having to learn somebody else all over again, that scares them. So they're like, well, I know that I'm not happy here, but at least I know them. And that is like literally, I say it's almost toxic almost because you're like, I would rather stay with what's comfortable than move on to what's possible. And then you sit down and wonder why you have the results. It really takes you being self-aware of that, right? Not being able to say, hey, I don't have the things that I want because I have not allowed myself to step out and really seek the opportunities that I say that I want, which I think I said last week, it really is a form of self-sabotage. Of self and people don't realize when you self-sabotage, like what actually happens is that you say that you want one thing, but you will literally go out and do the opposite of the thing that you say that you want. It's almost something that people do without even thinking about it. You are, what you really are doing is you're really pushing away the thing that you say that you want. And a lot of times it's the fear of success, it's the fear of unknown, it's the fear of I may fail in this. So it's all surrounded around fear. But when you come to a point and realize that what I'm doing doesn't work anymore for me, and then when you come back and you think about how much time have you wasted? And I say wasted because time is being wasted when you refuse to take action. It is, right? And the action doesn't always have to be a large step, but the action needs to come from a place of, I need to get to where I need to be. And think about it. If you would have made a move the first time, or even the second time, even the third time, if you would have made a move then, and you think about where you could be now, but we spend so much time in our head, guys, I'm telling you, I have been guilty of this. 
I used to be in a place where I would not move. Like I was a perfectionist. And this is what we like to call it with this little cute name. We be go like, I want everything to be right. It has to be the right time. It has to be the right. You scared. Just say you scared. Being able to be aware, self-awareness, right? Key. Being able to be aware and admit, I'm scared. I'm scared. I'm scared to bet on me. I'm scared to step out on me. Because when you're honest, now you're able to confront what is really happening because people will say, you know, I like everything, you know what I'm saying, to be right. And so you spend a lot of time trying to put everything in the right space, but that's not the issue. The issue is that you're scared. Okay, now let's get down to the root of why you're scared. Let's get down to the root of the fear. Okay, Alicia, I'm scared that if I even start to look for another job, that there may not even be an, another job out there for me, or I could possibly go out and find something worse, or I may not even have enough for the goal that I have. Now we're getting real. Now we're being honest with ourselves. And now you can sit down and even deep dive into that. What makes me feel like I don't have enough for the job that I want? Have you even researched it? 99% of the time, the answer is no. 99% of the time, you guys have not even begun to even research or even seek out information on what it is that you want. You simply just play with the information in your mind. And this is what causes, I almost want to say 100%, this is what causes so many people to be stuck is that they do not seek out new information. They simply go based upon the information in their mind. And you have to realize the information in your mind can only get you to where you are now. You need new information. You need facts, not emotions. You need facts. Because you have to realize all the information that you have at this current time has only gotten you this far. So if you want to move from this point to that point, what do you need? You need more information. And people will say, yeah, I know I need to do this, but I'm just thinking about it. Okay, what information are you contemplating with? Have you went out there to have those conversations? And so if you're wondering like, Alicia, I just don't have enough or I don't have everything or I don't have enough experience, all this other kind of stuff, you know, have you even really went out to find out what is it going to take to land that role? Have you even had conversations with people that currently had that job and asked them, what is it that you had to do? And if by chance you do not have anything, not anything, but if by chance you don't have enough at this point to land that dream role, what is the role before that? What is the step before that? What is the way to get in to that role? You won't even seek that out. Why? Because you've already told yourself that you can't have something. And so now what tends to happen is your life is now based upon false information. You have now begun to build your life on beliefs that are not even real. Because a lot of times that is what fear is. Fear is these scenarios that you have made up in your mind that's, that have told you, if I do this, then X, Y, Z is going to happen. And so now you have built your life. You will base your moves based upon information in your mind that is not even true. So I a very, very quick pause there, right? Because I want you guys to understand that what you want is not that far. You have put this time frame. You have put this gap in between where you are now and the goals that you want. Or you, or you won't even let yourself set goals because you, you don't even want to let yourself down. This is the way that people will literally, they do this to try to keep themselves safe. They won't even set goals. They will just hop up every day go to work and just go through the routine of life, go through the motions of life without working towards anything and just believe that, okay, if something is for me, then it is mine. I understand why people say that, you know, the same. What's for me is for me. And I do believe that, right? I do believe in the sovereignty of God. Absolutely. I do believe that. But I also believe that you can miss out on what God has for you. Absolutely. I do believe that you got to put yourself in a position 
to be able to get what is for you. This is the way that everything is in life. But people will take statements like that and they will literally just comfort themselves with, hey, if this is for me, it's mine. No, because God can allow opportunities to come to you, but are you ready to capture those opportunities? Have you put yourself in a position to be able to accept these opportunities? Have you put yourself in a position to where you can thrive in these opportunities? Many people want opportunities, but they are not in a position to thrive in them or sustain them, right? So I want you guys, and this all ties back into, right? Moving away from not feeling like you need to be validated. You've got to stop feeling like, I need to wait on something. Now, I will say this, right? You know, we feel like, because I feel like the only thing that you need to wait on is the Lord. But even in you being able to wait on the Lord, action is still happening. Means something, um, something is still happening there, right? Because people say all the time, I'm just, they're just in this mind of just wait on the Lord, which I think is great. But even in you waiting, are you even talking to God about it, right? Are you even in a position to where you, are like really talking to God about it. Cause you know, I've been guilty too, you know, is the is a thing that you want and you just go, oh Lord, you know. But but getting to a point to where you're wanting to take real action in, in order to get results, moving into the place as to where in your career, guys, you can really grow as fast as you want to grow. You you're able to put yourself in a position to where you're able to excel as fast as you want to go. But being able to advance in your career is not something that happens passively. It's something that happens with intention. You know, when you get to a point in your career, you're like, man, I just, I need something else. I need more. I need, and you're, and you're able to say what it is that you need, but there's no action behind it to move you towards what it is that you say that you want and you need. And I just wish people would understand that your career path is not about you having to make perfect moves, right? It's just about you having to make consistent moves. I had a video I put out last night and I said that I wish people understood that corporate America was never created to make you successful. It was made to make them successful. It was made to make them succeed. Not you. When they built this system, because I don't care what you say, it's a system. When they built the system, they was thinking about what it is that we need to do in order to be rich or successful or to succeed. They wasn't thinking about you. Absolutely not. And the ironic thing is, is that they need you in order to succeed. You don't understand that. You don't know that. You have not embraced the fact that they need you, that you are an actual asset. But the system in, because I, yeah, I did it. I, I, I worked in there for over 10 years. I was in HR. I know the hiring system. I hire people. When you come to, to the fact, uh, understand the fact that you are an asset, right? It changes everything. But also on the flip side of that, the system was not built to make you successful. It was built to make them successful. So I want you guys to start understanding and realize that the advancement that you want, the money that you want, the success that you want is not going to happen overnight. But it's, it also won't happen by you just being able to sit back and just say, who child, they see my work. They will see your work all day, every day. And their success is still top of mind for them. So if you're operating your career where they will always put them first, and guess what y'all is business. They did not establish themselves to make you successful. They established themselves to serve, to sell, <laughs> and to make money, right? So if they are only thinking about them and you are only thinking about them, who's thinking about you? Who? Now, again, I do believe that God is sovereign. So God is always thinking about us. But you don't even think to ask him of these things. It don't even come to your mind to pray for these things, right? Because all your focus is on this job. I have to be able to give and 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 give, and give, and give right? And you're not thinking about you. You don't even think that things are possible for you. And it all comes back to you moving away from needing validation. Because I don't know if people realize we, we only got one life to live. 
And then you find yourself in this approval trap. You go around and around and around and around. You finally feel the idea to, hey, y'all, it's time for a change, right? And you're excited. And then the self-doubt hits you and then the fear hits you. And then these outside people start coming in and then you get sad again and you feel all discouraged again. And then six months down the road, all of a sudden you are excited again. And you go around and around and around and around and around when all you have to start thinking is, just start to look into what it is that you want to do next. Just say, man, you know what? I may not be in a place to where I can, you know, step out there big. But what if I just took a small step, right? Because confidence comes through action. I'm going to say it again. Confidence comes through action. Clarity comes through action. You cannot think up confidence. You cannot sit there and think and you're just going to get clear all of a sudden. It comes through action. That action could be you praying. That action could be you seeking out information. That action could be you being able to take the steps to find somebody to help you to get clear. It's all these things, right? It's action. But just being able to sit there and just thinking that things will change on its own, you're leaving your career in somebody else's hand and not yours. And this is what happens when you are at work every day and you show up every day. And you don't ask for the things that you need. You don't know the goals that you want to work toward. You, you have not even started started to think about what is the ideal life that I want for myself. Even, even with my clients, I help them. Hey, what, what are you working toward? What is it that you need in your life that your job is stopping you from being from you being able to have? It can be the smallest things, guys. I remember um, I worked in HR, guys, for over 10 years. After the first probably five or six years, I worked from home. And this was when you having a remote job, it wasn't like it was now. Like now it's like a real, it, it's a thing now. Like <laughs> it's like a real trend now, right? When I worked from home, y'all, it wasn't a thing. Like all of my friends would be so in awe. Like my family, like, you work from home? Yeah. They would be like, how how you getting these jobs where you can work from home? Because I will only apply for a job where I can work from home. Because I only apply for work that I can work from home. And God, and I went and prayed and asked God and God opened up an amazing door to where my last job, no, no, it wasn't my last job, the one before that, I, I didn't even start at home. I started inside of an office, right? Y'all, I was in charge of my own office. So when, when they hired me, I was in the office. Then then they, something happened to where in the office I was in something, right? So they shut the office I had down and I worked from home for years. And after that, guess what? I found me another job where I was able to work from home. And I'm like, how? Because I only applied to jobs where I could work from home. I only went after what I wanted. You get what you want when you go after what you want. People will literally apply to jobs they know they don't want to do. And then they get upset when they got to work in a job that they don't want. You apply to the job. Now, you don't think it's scary? It can be scary. Because we automatically think that if I go after what I want, I put myself in a small box. For instance, I had a client that I work with and the job that she wanted was she wanted to work for somebody who dealt with like, uh, what is it called? Um, social stuff, like Black Lives Matter and like, you know, in um, um, prison laws and things like that. So it was, it was very niche, right? So when when she said this, like, I'm getting excited. I'm like, oh, right? Because I love to work in like in little small, like a small niche like that. Because I believe the more you lean into what you want, the more clearer you get, child, it's in the mail, right? So but she was like, ah. I don't know because you know this this field is very like rare there really aren't like a lot of opportunities and i was like oh that's a great thing because when you want something that's that's not that's rare you don't have a lot of people to fight with but in your mind you go man no because i'm scared to really get extra clear on what i want to do because i'm scared to have myself in a box 
No, now you're putting in focused work. Now you are putting in effort that is dedicated towards something other than you just happen online and you just on a job board. Huh, let me see what they got. Let me see. Let me see. And you spend hours and hours and you like, girl, I, I didn't apply to 400 jobs. I haven't heard anything back yet. Anytime anybody tells me that I know there's, there's something wrong with it. And so don't be afraid to get clear on what it is that you want to do. Don't be afraid to get clear on it and really lean into it. And so, and again, it can be scary to just be, and this is why I think it's really important too, to be able to take the skill set that you have and know how to align it to other opportunities. I think that is crucial to know, to always know this is what I want to do. And to also know this is what I can do, because at that time, you're able to literally move at any time that you want to. But a lot of people are not able to feel that because they don't know what other opportunities are out there for them. And this is how you feel stuck. This is how you find yourself in a place to where you feel like I don't have any other options. This is where you you, you say, Lord, I, I just got to stay at this job because it's going to be hard to find anything else because you have not yet been able to identify what your core skill is and what is the value that you bring. And this is why you feel stuck. But when you can expand your mind and start to really get into a place as to where, man, I can make a move anytime that I want to, you're going to find yourself more liberated. And you won't find yourself feeling like you are under the the chains of being burnt out. I, you feel like you are under the chains of overworking yourself. And when I say chains, you feel forced to. You feel like there is no other options. You feel like this is all that I have. I can't, I can't move towards anything else because this is it. But you have shut yourself out from being able to identify what those other opportunities are. Oh, I forgot in my mind. Y'all are getting ready to host another workshop. Now what I want to talk about, guys, is how you're able to move into shifting your mindset and being able to overcome the need for this external validation. One way to overcome this need to feel validated is advocating for yourself. I talk about it all the time, advocating for yourself, speaking up for the things that you need. When people hear the word, especially in corporate, your first thought is, I don't want them to think that I'm trying to da 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 Stop it. If your first response is, I don't want them to think that, 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 friend, let's deal with that. Let's deal with why you feel like what you need is a inconvenience. Why do you feel like what you need is a inconvenience? Why? Where did that thought come from? Why do you feel like what you need is going to cause trouble? Who told you that lie? And then why is it that you automatically think that what they need is more important than what you need. And so I want you to be able to shift how you think about what it is that you need, especially in your job. Now, this, this same concept, you can use it in your home, you can use it anywhere. But what you don't understand is that when you get what you need, now you can serve better. Now you're able to serve at a higher quality. For, for instance, if you say, if you're like, I need to be able to make more money on my job. Okay, cool. Have you asked for a raise? No, I'm scared. Why? Because they're going to say no. How do you know? Right. Because how you even think about you being able to ask for raises is going to determine even how you show up. And you got to know that and you have to be able to let them see that you paying me more, especially if you already brought forth amazing results and successes and you didn't. You have already been able to give them value that exceeds what they pay you. What's the problem? This is not a case of, can you please do this for me? This is a case of these are the results and the accomplishments and the successes. And you being able to be paid more 
is going to allow you to feel appreciated and valued, which is going to make you want to work more, which is which will put something in you that it makes you want to do a better job because now you see that there is a reward at the end of my hard work. Now, when you ain't getting paid, you start to get this mindset of, look, you're going to get what you're going to get. Now, I do not agree with that. I don't. I don't. Because I do believe that you should maintain a level of excellence. I believe in operating a level of excellence. I do. I believe in you being able to sustain a good work ethic, not for them. But I don't think that you need to train yourself that every time you don't get what it is that you need or want, you shut down. Because if you don't get the things that you need or that you want, the first thing is to find out why. The first thing is to ask questions, not to just accept no, but to ask why. Okay, because there could possibly be some gaps there that you don't see that need to be filled. And you being able to ask what it is that you need in here, no, that lets you know that I am now in an environment that cannot meet my expectations. And now it's time for me to find one that can. But I do not believe that if you are not being paid the money that you should be being paid for, this is a time to just shut down and pout and you lose out and you start to lose that work drive that you have. And now your work is affected. And now that's just no, 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 no. Nobody should be able to to control you on that extreme. Absolutely no. I believe in operating in a level of just right. <laughs> you know what I mean? I really believe in you being able to do something in excellence. Does not mean perfect. But what it does mean is that when I show up, I show up. And again, it's, it's not about them. If you make it about them, if you make how hard you work about them, now what tends to happen is what they did to you it changes you, which now will affect other opportunities that you could get. Because this is what we got to realize that when you have a skill set, that skill set is not just for them. Those are your skills. Those are your results. Those are your successes. Those are your hard work. Those are yours. So when you go to work and you shut down and you mad because things are not going the way that you think that they should go, you're throwing away your skills. You're throwing away your accomplishments. You're throwing away your successes. You are throwing away your drive that you work for. You are letting them dictate how you operate in your gifts, how you operate in your skills. Nobody should have that level of control. And if it's to the point to where you feel like I cannot thrive where I am, now it's on you to move into what you want to do and move into spaces that can serve you. But don't sacrifice your or character, because that's what it is to me. Don't sacrifice that to prove a point, because that's what you're doing when you show up at work and you're like, I, mm -mm. be happy I'm here. But that's what happens when you show up to work. You'd be like, oh, well, and you shut down and you're not operating is that you are letting them control how you operate in your gifts and your skills. And I just don't think nobody should have that level of control. Because this is the thing, once you lose that work drive, once you lose that, it's hard to build that back up. And you think, oh, I just got to go find this new job. And then, no, you got to be able to build that thing back up. And so I tell people there, there could be seasons in your life where things at home are going all over the place and you're not able to operate at full capacity as you once was. But let that be more about I am in a time of rest. I am in a season of where I'm just trying to get clear on some things, right? Not a season of I'm mad and, you know, take what you're going to take. Because I literally believe that everything that we do, we build habits. And these habits, guys, are not just at work. You are you build habits in yourself. So if you go to work and you now have the habit of every time the people around you do something that I don't like, I'm done, you're going to bring that home to your marriage. 
you'll bring that habit home to your children. You'll have that habit around your friends. You will have that habit to yourself to where anytime you do something that you feel like you shouldn't have done, you now quit on yourself. That is the habit that's being established is that during hard times, I shut down. When things get hard in my life, when I'm not in a place that I feel like I should be, I'm not as successful as I think that I should be, I shut down on myself. I stop even thinking that things are even for me. So the, the habit that's being built is when things ain't going the way that I think that they should go, I'm done. And you quit and you build up a habit of you quit every time something gets hard. Every time. So I tell people, I believe in you being able to operate in excellence at work. Now, excellent does not mean that you just like everything is always just right. But what it does mean is that, man, I show up when I need to show up. Man, everything in your life is a habit. Everything in your life is a habit. How you respond to things is a habit that you taught yourself. You taught yourself to not speak up for the things that you want. You taught yourself to accept the bear. You you taught yourself these things. You taught yourself that. Because the way you are, does it didn't just fall out the sky. Like It wasn't like you hopped up one day and say, oh, no. Over time, you trained yourself how to respond. And so this is why I work with my clients. I'm like, look, we got to be able to identify what these blind spots are because these blind spots are going to get you every time. It doesn't matter if you get a new job. It doesn't, they will always get you, right? And that's why I talk all the time. Y'all know personal development is the foundation of career development. Those blind spots, eight times out of 10, is not that you don't have enough experience. Eight times, nine times out of 10 is, is how you're showing up. And you're showing up in a way because of a habit that you taught yourself, right? So I want people to be able to know that, man, you can go through hard times and rough times. And you can find yourselves in, in environments to where I don't like everything around here. But what is the habit that you teach yourself when you are in an environment? And things aren't going the way that you think that they should go. How have you trained yourself when you are in a place to where you're not being paid the money you feel like you should be being paid? Have you trained yourself to have conversations about it? Have you trained yourself when you are possibly in environments to where you may not be like everybody else? You know what I mean? You know, you can find yourself a little bit more um, maybe outspoken and maybe a little bit more engaged. And you know what you do is you kind of shrink yourself to make everybody around you feel comfortable. What have you trained yourself? Uh, like, like how have you trained yourself to respond? This stuff is key, y'all. It's so important. It's so key for you to realize that how you train yourself to be is going to, to literally bleed into every area of your life. But, but the great thing about habits is that habits can be changed. The amazing thing about habits is that you can form a new one and that you can break bad ones. And so I really look at career from a more of a holistic view, meaning it's not just about your career. It's not only about what kind of job you think you deserve. No, it's about what do you think you deserve overall. And so when you can make those shifts from this is just how I am at work. And you start to become more self-aware and you say, no, this is just how I am. Now you can start to, to transform and be changed and see the success and the growth. Because you understand that these traits that I have, they are in every area of my life. It seems like they only at work because you spend the most time there. So you you may only see them the most at work. Or a lot of times when they when these traits happen, the environment could be a little bit more intense. So that feeling is a little bit more intense. So you may possibly only feel like you only deal with this at work. But, but honey, child, friend, boo, that is you. I used to be the same way. 
dealt with the same things. No, I did this because X, Y, and Z. No, you did this because you did this. You did this because you taught yourself how to respond when that happened. It's about being a better you, not just being a better director. It's about being a better you. And when you start to identify these blind spots and start to identify those weak areas, now you can really be able to see this is what's holding me back. It's not all these other things is this. And so I want this live stream to empower you guys that you don't have to lean on outside things, that you don't have to lean on the opinions and the thoughts of other people, but you can be confident. You're able to make, to, to make sure moves. You can be in a place where you're not afraid to take risks or even rest in not always being able to know what's next. And when I say that, right, because you guys know that I'm very strong on you being clear, but there are seasons that you may not know what's next. So even when you don't know what's next, you can at least know this is what I need to do now. Because again, the more action that you take, the more clear you become. It's all about action. And sometimes you being able to decide that, you know what, I'm not sure if I need to do X, Y, and Z right now. That's still action. You still made a decision. But what we can't do is just keep going through life and problems and issues and, and, and we're ignoring them and we're wanting to act like they're not there. This is how you wake up and it's been seven, eight years and you're stuck in a job that you hated on day five because you move through life and you move through your career as if a change is just going to fall off the sky. Even right now, we see people are being laid off and trust me, I have been laid off and do not feel good, especially when it's out the blue. It just, it don't feel good. For a lot of people, even though it does not seem like it right now, and trust me, I mean, even though it does not feel like it, a lot of times these kind of things be the best thing. These kind of things will move people out of that comfort zone of theirs. These type of things will expose other opportunities to them that they didn't even think was possible. Didn't even think was possible. So sometimes in the moments that you are uncomfortable, those are the times to embrace those moments. Those are the times to start getting excited. But you being in a unknown place can put you in positions to where you are now being exposed to new things. Because this is what happens a lot of times when you feel stuck and you feel lost and I don't know what to do because you, you keep exposing yourself to the same stuff. Kind of like what I said earlier, there's no new information. But now when you're in a place as to where you are in a very unknown place, you are in a place to where things are seeming a little child, never been here before, you open yourself up to be able to experience new opportunities. And that's what a lot of people need. You need to be exposed to something else other than where you currently are. Allow yourself to be around people that are beyond where you are. We love to flock to people that's just like us, that do what we do. Start exposing yourself to people that are beyond where you are. Because sometimes you need the vision that you have to be expanded. This is how you get past that stuck feeling. I don't know what's next for me. Start being around other people that are, that are beyond where you are. And then you'll be able to identify how small you've been thinking. I remember uh, one day I was in prayer. I was praying to God. And God told me so clear. It was like, a, he, just came, he just came right here and just said it in my ear. You only ask me for things that you can see. You only ask me for things that you believe is possible. He said, I want you to start asking me for things that seem impossible. And when he said that to me, I was like, I sat down and I started really to think about like the things I asked God. I said, God, a lot of the things I asked you, I could probably do on my own. When I say on my own, meaning like this is something that I see that I could do. But when my prayer started to shift and when I allowed my mind to go beyond path, to go move past what was the things that I can do in my own strength, 
that's when I started seeing things that my life changed. That's when I allowed my mind to grow and to expand beyond what I thought was possible. Because a lot of times the goals that we set is based upon how comfortable we want to stay. I hear it all the time. Oh, I don't want to do all that, you know. <laughs> uh-uh. Oh, that's too much. But you got to be able to let your mind go beyond what you think is too much. Because a lot of our too much is you still playing it small. But now it's time for you to lean more on not you wanting to go after what you can get, but move into you going after what you really want. I ask my, my clients this. I say, okay, you want to make more money. How much money? Right? Because I definitely believe let's put a number on it. You say, oh, I would like to, to make another, you know, eight grand. If you if you said that you want to make an extra $10,000 a year, that's only an extra $400 a month. Now, I know that an extra $400 a month could change some folks' lives. It could, right? I'm, I'm not going to make it seem like $400 a month is not, not a lot of money. It is. What I am saying is that where did that come from? That the extra $10,000 is a number you just pulled out the sky? Like, where did that come from? And so if it even scares you to say, Alicia, I want to make an extra 30, 40 grand. Like, you saying that, like, does does that even scare you, right? It shouldn't. But if you're only thinking, oh, I, it, it'll be nice if I can make an extra 10 grand. I ask my clients, because <laughs> 90% of the time, the first the first number that they throw out is a safe number. It never fails. So they go, oh, okay. And, and, it, and as, soon, as soon as like the number's starting out, I go, oh, okay. I say, now how much do you really want to make? And then they're like, okay. What's that number that you just scared to say, right? Because think about it. If, if you're making an extra, even if you say you want to make an extra $20,000 a year, that's that's a little under an extra $1,000 before taxes a month. You don't think you're worth that? You don't believe that you're worth an extra eight, $900 a month? So when you break down your goals and you start to be able to identify what you're really asking for, you'll be like, oh, hold on, wait, wait, I'm, I'm sleeping on myself. And the reason why it scares you is because it's probably a lot more than you ever made in your life, which is a great thing. I say your dreams should scare you. Your goals should scare you. Your goals need to be beyond where you are because you need to experience the growth as you move towards those goals, because that's the only way that you will be able to hit goals that are beyond where you are. You will have to grow beyond where you are. Even with that statement, you said, I want to make that amount of money, right? Just shift that mindset or that goal just a little bit. Say, I want to make an extra $40,000 for now. Meaning this is just my right now goal. This is going to let your mind go beyond. This is what I want now. But in the next two, three, four years, I may want extra 60. Let your mind go there. You have to let your mind go there, right? Because what you don't want to do is get, is to start feeling like, man, I think I may be asking for too much. Because think about it. When you're asking for an extra $40,000 and your skill set is solving a problem for them, that's why they hired you because your skill set solves a problem for them. These companies will spend $40,000 a year on pizza parties. Okay, these companies will spend $40,000 buying donuts throughout the year, right? So it's now it's not about what is it that I need to add to make $40,000. It's about who is a person I need to be to make an extra $40,000. Because that is what it boils down to. Who is it that you are going to be to make that money? Because in order to make that kind of money, you have to be able to know those core skills. You have to be able to express the value that you have to be able to ask for what you need. Who are you going to be to make that? Everybody think that when it's time to make more money, oh, it's time to go back to school. It's time to go find these classes online. And I think it's great to increase your skills. I think that's a great thing. But 
these can't be a source of validation. It has to be if I go back to school, it is because I want to learn about something. I want to increase the knowledge that I have about something. It should not be to appear to be more qualified. There's tons of people out there. They have all these expensive degrees. And not saying degrees are wrong, but they cannot validate you. They will never make you confident in anything. More degrees tend to make people less confident when they don't know how to put them in their proper place. I do think it's great. Hey, I told us go build your skills up. I think that's a great thing. But also know if you don't have a certain degree in something, but you got years of experience, it's just as good. But people will literally have 10 years of experience, 15 years of experience, seven years of experience and say, well, I don't I, I don't have a degree. Baby, you got experience, right? So we, we can't use a degree or some kind of online course as something that's going to make you feel more qualified. A degree cannot make you feel more qualified. You cannot. Even though you could have everything that you need, you have to be able to validate yourself and have to be able to see like, man, with or without a degree, I got value. Right. And so a lot of this stuff, and I know, I know people think it's fluff, but it's not a lot of this stuff. It really is mindset. It's how you think about yourself. Because I want you guys to be able to own your career, not sit back and wait for things to happen. And I want you to own it. And, and I want you to be able to believe that you can take your career places that you never thought was possible. And I want you to know that the goals that you have in your career, the dreams that you have in your career, it's not that far. A lot of times the, the job that you want or the raise that you want or the or the career that you want is on the other side of you changing how you think about yourself. It's on the other side of changing what you feel is possible for you. That is what it takes. And after you have been to um, be able to identify what is possible for you, now it's time to get into the mode of you being able to create a plan of action to get you there because you just believe in that oh this is for me that's a start but that's not enough if there's no plan if there's no strategy if there's no if you you have not even gotten clear or even moving towards what you want because that that can also cause you frustration when you know what you want but you don't know how to get there that can also cause you to be frustrated because you have some people who are frustrated because I know I don't want what I have now, but I don't know what's next. That's frustration, but it's also frustration when you know what you want, but you don't know how to get That can cause you to feel stuck too, right? I'm so glad you guys found this helpful. Um, if you guys do want to work with me one-to-one, -one, you are able to, and you are, are able to work with me in a group. I have two options. You're able to work with me one-to-one, -one, and you are able to work with me in a group. Um, as far as my group, I have a group called The Best You. It is a program to help you to advance your career, to help you to make more money and to find more fulfilling job opportunities. You work with me um, over the course of six months. Think about where you can be, not just with me, but just overall. If you just decided for the next six months, I'm going all in on me. Think about where you could be. So if you guys are ready to take action, let's chat. Send me a message on LinkedIn. Um, I'm also streaming to TikTok and Facebook. Hit me up on LinkedIn. I have a website at IamAliciaPerkins.com. You can find out more information there as well. So I will let you guys go um, enjoy your day. And so I'll see you guys later. Bye.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.